0: Happy LGBT History Month! Welcome to a bonus episode of my podcast. I'll try to get a few episodes like this out over the LGBT History Month of February, with the aim of educating people on LGBTQ rights and the history of the community. For the first episode, I'd like to speak about the origins of homophobia in Africa. In June 2019, Botswana reversed their laws which were introduced in colonial times that made homosexuality a criminal offence, with the judge declaring that the anti-LGBTQ laws are a British import and were formed without the consultation of local people. It was hailed a massive success and a historic moment, especially for those in the LGBTQ plus community being discriminated across the continent. Despite this, over 50% of the countries in Africa continue to outlaw homosexuality, with some continuing to enforce the death penalty. Ugandan President Yoweri Museveni has previously claimed that homosexuality, rather than homophobia, is a Western import. This statement of his is largely invalid. In fact, there is a clear relationship between countries which have previously been under British imperial rule and countries that continue to incorporate anti-LGBTQ plus laws into their legislation today. While 25% of the world's population, which is equivalent to 2.4 billion people, currently live in a country which was previously under British rule, these countries make up around 50% of countries in the world that still criminalise homosexuality. By the 13th century in France, punishment for male homosexuality was severe, even for the first offence, but they revoked such legislation after the First French Revolution in 1750, over 200 years earlier than the British did as they legalised same-sex relationships in 1967. In La Francophonie Nations, countries which used to be ruled by France, only 33% of 54 member states criminalize homosexuality which is half the number of britain's former empire as 66 percent of commonwealth nations which are countries which used to be ruled by britain still hold homosexuality as a criminal offense a lot of the homophobia and anti-lgbtq sentiments and laws are as a result of imperialism and colonialization homophobia was largely imported into africa by the british and the french but as i've already said mainly the british In fact, there were no laws regulating or forbidding homosexuality prior to their colonialization. Although less common than in ancient Greece and Rome, ancient Egypt also had homosexuality in their history. Tombs from as far back as 2,400 years BC have been excavated with two men's bodies embracing each other as lovers, while same-sex relationships were largely accepted among ancient Egyptians. A third gender was also acknowledged, which was a similar practice to other civilizations at the time. In fact, many deities and goddesses, such as the goddess of motherhood and the goddess of war, are often depicted with the male characteristics, in the example case, genitals, of males and females. In the greater area of Africa, in the 16th century, the Mbangala people of Angola had gay relationships, which were usually between masculine men and men who dressed up in a feminine manner. At this time, King Henry VIII of England signed the 1533 Buggery Act, which criminalised sexual relations between men. 300 years later, while the last man was sentenced to death by hanging for being a homosexual, an openly gay monarch who opposed Christianity and colonialization was sitting on the throne of Buganda, which is present-day Uganda. Meanwhile, the Uruba people of Nigeria did not have a binary system for genders. In fact, it did not revolve around what genitals you had, but what energy you gave off. As I've spoken about in my podcast before, colonialisation and the spread of Christianity from European powers, again mostly by the British, meant that much of Africa lost its own culture. Losing their traditional beliefs regarding sexual orientation and gender identity, they were forced to adopt new values from their British colonisers in the 19th and 20th centuries. Colonial administrators and Christian missionaries were in charge of legally enforcing homophobia during the imperialist rule, so the traditional beliefs and practices of the local people were largely neglected and forgotten. While many of the countries previously under British rule are now run by independent governments, the majority of those who still criminalise homosexuality have held on to their anti lgbtq laws from the colonial era. Sadly, generations later, the preconception among many ex-colonies in Africa and the Caribbean, and even the wider world, now believe that an anti lgbtq attitude has always been rooted in their traditional culture, when in fact it is due to the invasion of their traditions by imperial powers. In recent years, Western countries have threatened to deny aid to poor countries in Africa unless they follow their lead and introduce LGBT rights in their respective countries. However, distrust towards the West and homophobia have become too connected, with many countries rejecting pro-LGBTQ laws with the aim of rejecting neo-colonialism and maintaining their independence. It is because of colonialism that Africans do not change their policies as they do not wish to be controlled by European powers again as they were oppressed for so many years. It has not helped, for example, when ex-Prime Minister David Cameron of the UK threatened to withdraw aid from Uganda, a country who continues to experience a crisis, as they were not adhering to proper human rights. The presidential advisor responded by saying, this kind of ex-colonial mentality of saying you do this or I withdraw my aid will definitely make people extremely uncomfortable with being treated like children. It is clear from this that LGBTQ plus rights reform will not occur in Africa if the Western world leads the way by forcing them to do so. Adding to this massive problem, the HIV AIDS crisis has led to Africans to associate the disease and related death as a consequence of being homosexual. This again was largely similar to American attitudes in the Western world towards the disease during the United States AIDS crisis of the 1980s, which affected much of the Western world. Thanks to everyone who listened to this special episode of my podcast. Stay tuned for more bonus episodes in the coming weeks of LGBT History Month. This is the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening